drugs, science, and everything else. They slap down a new topic and dash off to the next. It's a great big world with so much to know, like cryptids, time travel, and the history of Poe. If you wanna be a smarty, better learn something fast with Shannon and Jason on Slapdash Podcast. On today's episode, we are discussing the social credit system. Across from me is a man who returns his library books on time without fail and who also never jaywalks. Yeah. Shannon Deaton, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm I'm an upstanding citizen, I so believe. You, so you would have a very high social credit system score is what you're saying? I like to think so. Well, I, I will confess, um, I, I have done my share of jaywalking Uh-oh. <laughs> in my life. That's going to lower that score. I, I know. I really shouldn't say that live. That, that could get me into some so, trouble. So I'll tell you my, my one jaywalking story. Okay. Uh, so I was in, this has been like 10, 12 years ago. I was in downtown Louisville and I was trying to catch up like with uh, probably Mindy or one of my friends, uh, uh, William, who lives in Louisville. We were down there doing something. I don't know. Anyway, they got ahead of me, right? And mm-hmm. I was trying to just cross the street. So clearly it says, don't walk, don't walk. And so I kind of take off on jog. Well, literally <laughs> as I'm jogging, I glance to my right. There's a Louisville Metro Police, Ooh. literally at the intersection, two feet from my mm-hmm. kneecaps as I'm, as I'm running right in front of him. So I thought, okay, I have about one second to make a decision. Because I was it. already like three-fourths across the road. Uh-huh. There was I couldn't go back. No, you can't turn around. No. So immediately, as soon as I hit the other sidewalk on the other side, I just threw my head into a garbage can and pretended like I was throwing up. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, yeah, I did. Did you really? Yeah, I just felt like I was throwing up. And then I kind of glanced out, you know, as, as he pulled on out. And I thought... Ooh, that's close. <laughs> and I walked on. <laughs> so to, th- to this day, I feel a little bit of guilt by doing that. But but I did. I love that. Yeah, I didn't mean to. It just sort of happened. I, I have one jaywalking story, too. Everybody has one. <laughs> right. You, you just have to. <laughs> we're wild and crazy we, here. <laughs> you know, we're, we're out of control. Uh, but no, I was in Portland, Oregon on a business trip uh, with uh, two colleagues, two, two people. I won't say their names, but who you certainly know. I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> okay. But we were walking down the street, and one of uh, the colleagues who's a little bit more adventurous than me just looks both ways across the road and just starts across. I mean, just a very... Very busy sort of intersection road. I'm a law-abiding citizen, Jason. Right. I, I joke about jaywalking. I'm, I'm not a jaywalker. So this person gets out in front of me. They get across the road, and whenever they get to the other side, they just look back. I guess expecting me to be there. Right. And they 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 kind of you know catch eyes with me, and I just look at them from across on the other side, <laughs> and just sort of give a little wave. <laughs> and I point, point down to the crosswalk. <laughs> Don't walk or whatever. I'll meet yeah. you down there. So, uh, yeah, that, that's my one, one jaywalking story. But I, I guess that would have hurt my social credit score, according to what, what we're going to talk about That's here. exactly right. And so uh, some folks may you know, ask, what is a social credit score or what mm-hmm. is a social credit system? The social credit system, Shannon, is a fascinating social behavior control system being implemented in China. Basically, citizens are given a score, much like a credit score, that is based not only on one's finances, but also on their actions in a variety of other areas, some of which I believe you're going to discuss here just in a few moments. Right. The social credit system first went through regional trials in China in 2009 before a national pilot was conducted in 2014. And by 2020, more and more Chinese citizens have now opted into the program, but eventually it will be mandatory. So Shannon, how that works is is that they gave people an incentive to try to basically opt into this, right? And so uh, early on, 
they had more incentives out there. You know, you maybe had a little bit of a higher score. You got bonus points for this and that. And they didn't just want to make it mandatory across the board. They wanted buy-in. They wanted know. people to choose to do it for a little while. That's See right. See how it goes. See how it goes. And so, and so that's that really has been happening since uh, since two thousand nine. The lowest score one can receive is six hundred. Okay. While the highest is thirteen hundred. And so everyone actually begins when you opt into this system, everyone begins at one thousand. Okay, so, so that's the baseline. You're a little bit better than average, or at least, you know, a little bit higher than the middle number there, right? Right. So you're three hundred away from the from uh, the top score but you're four hundred away from the bottom. Yeah. So they kind of boost you up just a little bit. So everyone starts at a thousand and then you go from there if if you opt in. Okay. So uh, people for the social credit system say that uh, it has improved society's behavior and decision making mm-hmm. on a much you know, large scale. Uh, people against the system say this is a prime example of Big Brother watching and reacting to every facet of one's life. Sure sounds a lot like that. <laughs> I think I've read some books like this before. I yeah. don't know, like some of these. Sounds familiar. Yeah, some of these uh, Brave New World. Sure, those types. Yeah, those types of uh, those types of tales. Again, I mentioned you know in America we're obviously very much understanding of the credit score, right? Sure. So that's yeah. just a common thing we all know. We're very accepting of that. So this is like that, and actually your credit score is part of this score, but it goes a little bit above that. And it goes into other things. It actually, you get uh, points, you know, uh, credit or points taken away based on some of your shopping habits, mm-hmm. uh, some of your trustworthiness in other areas, yeah. uh, some social acceptance type things. I mean, and are you the kind of person who keeps a pinky promise or not? That's pretty much it, right? And that's <laughs> that's a pretty big part of the overall social credit system score. So, Shane, I think you're going to talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you can uh, get points deducted for. So this list to me is amazing. (laughs) It's kind of funny. When I was looking at this, for one, you have to think that somebody has to police this, right? Somehow they have to be able to figure out this occurred and affect your score accordingly. Right. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because there are ways, obviously on some of these, uh, it's, it's very easy to understand how this data would be tracked. Sure. But in other areas, some it's like who's watching? Who cares? So I, I have an answer for that. Okay, so you're so gonna help you go us out with that. I'll help you out with that. Yeah. All right. So we'll go through the list here of just some of the things that can ding your social credit score. Number one, Jason, bad driving. Mm, I'm probably guilty of that sometimes. You, you think that could happen to you? Uh, it could happen to me. It has happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now let's talk a little bit about that, like uh, in terms of of America. Okay. So obviously here that hurts your insurance. Correct. So we have a very subtle form of that where that literally will affect not necessarily your credit score. I mean, like what we think of as your credit score, but it will it will cost you more money. Right. You know, so and it does have a neg- negative impact. I wonder to what extent the bad driving's tracked. I can understand driving over the speed limit because we have infractions for that here. Right. You drive Mm -hmm. over the speed limit, you get a ticket, you pay the ticket and all is well. But there are some things that you might not be ticketed for. So so I wonder how much, you know, what what aspects of driving are bad enough to warrant a ding on your social credit score? Right. Is it as subtle as I didn't give a turn? You know, I didn't give my signal. When or I went to the other lane, go through a red light. I went through a red light, yeah. or or perhaps I went too quickly through a light that was still yellow. Which I mean, man, y- yellow means go, right? Uh, yeah, it means go yeah, faster. Yellow means right? go faster. <laughs> Speed it up a little yeah. bit. 
So I wonder about that. And also, uh, I, I made this connection in my mind. This one could actually be tracked electronically, could it not? I mean, in a way, if, if uh, the computer, I'm sorry, the car had a sort of a smart computer. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you one example. This is something that's going on today. If you drive a corporate ca- uh, car in America, there's a very good chance <laughs> that your rate of speed is being tracked by the corporate office. And Jason, you have a story about this. And I, I know I, <laughs> I, I be- I've heard this one. I, I believe you. <laughs> Uh, I was driving such a car, Shannon, and you were going the speed limit, and I was going, I was going the speed limit plus a little more. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. B- I, bonus speed. I was trying, to, I was just trying to get home. Uh, there wasn't a car on the interstate, Shannon. Really, there wasn't. It was kind of an odd. I was coming home from Indiana uh, several years ago, right? And uh, so I looked down, and I wasn't intentionally speeding. I really wasn't, but I looked down. I was going pretty fast. I thought, ooh, I better slow down. So I did. But I had probably been driving that way for maybe 15, 20 minutes before I'd even really. Because there was no other cars on the road. So we call that sustained speeding. That's what the email said. So so I get home, you know, and I've been gone a couple of days and I look at my email. First email there is like happened like 10 minutes after I had actually done the, had mm-hmm. done the speeding. And yeah, it said sustained speed of whatever, you know, 83 and a, whatever it was, you know. 83? Well, I just made that number up. 35. But, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> And uh, so, uh, you know, I emailed and uh, and I called and I said, uh, my bad, I'm sorry. And uh, they just kind of, you know, laughed. They said, just just be careful. So, yeah, so absolutely. And and then, of course, you know, we're all very accustomed to, you know, we have uh, cameras at intersections yeah, on sure. uh, uh, toll booths. Yep. Uh, I actually have another Indiana story. This past summer, we went to Indiana for my daughter's AAU basketball game. Mm-hmm. And we went through something. I didn't really know there was nothing there. And then about two months later, I got a little picture in the mail with my license plate. Oh, have you got it. one of those? Yeah, I've heard and, of this. But and it, it wasn't never, a ticket, but it was it. for a toll. It was huh. it wasn't it wasn't a ticket. It was just for a toll. It was like eight dollars or something. Did you or, did you blow by a toll, man? I, you just sped well, through. I mean, I guess I did, but uh, I thought. I mean, no one was there. Don't they have like a drop bar? Kind oh of no, thing? I didn't do that. No, <laughs> no, it, it was just kind of. I, I guess they send that to everybody, huh? Because like there, no one had stopped anywhere in any of the lanes. Everyone yeah. just flew through. Yeah, and it was like month and a half two months later yeah yeah, i just get this random and you see a little picture of you know okay but but tip if if you if you're driving a pickup truck Mm -hmm. if you lower the tailgate oh you you got the tips man yeah just just you know i'm gonna throw that out there okay but anyhow very good so that's one way that you could have your credit score your social credit score lowered by being a bad driver a second way one we've discussed is jaywalking so yeah yeah even if you're pretending to throw up, yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, that might actually get you double dig. <laughs> you know, acting acting crazy out in public. But I, I didn't know what jaywalking. I mean, I mean, I know what jaywalking is, but I didn't know like why's it called jaywalking. I don't. Do, really do you know. know? No, I don't really know. Okay, well, I, I looked it up. Okay, you know. <laughs> Kinda, kinda okay. not, because it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it originally uh, originated in the early 1900s from the word J driving. This this is a word that's not around anymore. I've never today. Even heard of that. But it but it comes from horse drawn carriages that drove on the wrong side of the road back in the 1900s. Uh, that's what J driving was, and the word J apparently means greenhorn, somebody who's new to something. So new to walking. Jaywalking. You don't know what you're doing. You're, you're walking into into traffic, sir. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. what's going on there. That's, that's pretty interesting. And it will ding your social credit score. You know what else will ding your social credit score? And this one maybe should, okay. honestly. Smoking on trains. 
And it's it's funny to me that this is so common in China that you have to make a social rule against it to, to not do to, that to not yeah. smoke in a very small <clears throat> enclosed compartment you know, where other people are at. Yeah, you know, society has really changed. You know, I remember when I was a kid, e- even as a teenager. I mean, I remember going into basically anywhere, any restaurant, whatever. Everyone was smoking. I mean, like it was totally acceptable. And that's not even that old, that long ago. I mean, it's no. only been recently here. No, it's just uh, a couple decades or something. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in in the last what probably ten to fifteen years, that's really changed. Now it's yeah. almost like it kind of shocks you when you see someone smoking in a restaurant. Have uh, you have you seen that? Uh, I, I don't think I've seen that in like fifteen twenty. Yeah, years. I know a couple of restaurants that that still kind of allow oh, it. Gotcha. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so because it's so odd when you yeah. see it, and smell it. Because you're like, what is going what's, on? Here? What's going on? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, that was something that was much more acceptable just yeah. maybe ten or fifteen years ago. Uh, today, you virtually never see that anymore. Right. Uh, so, you know, here you're talking about in China that they will have points deducted uh, from you if they see you smoking. So now, so the question goes. Yep. Okay. So h- how do they know to do that? Right. So either like all maybe public public transportation they have cameras. That's mm-hmm. a possibility. Maybe. But I mean, how good could these cameras really be? Especially right now, if you have masks. Yeah. I mean, right now, everyone's probably wearing That's a good mask. Point. So, because you'd be, have to be able to identify the person. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to answer probably the answer to two or three of your questions there, maybe about how is it monitored? How do they catch right. it? Right? Tell us. I can't okay. guess. Okay. Are, are you I, ready? I, I kind of can guess. Okay. <laughs> I think we maybe we talked about it earlier. How's it go? Okay. So, in Beijing, this is not, I don't know if this is true in all of China or to what degree, but mm-hmm. but in Beijing. I think Hong Kong gets a pass on some of this, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But, but anyway, go ahead. They, um, Approximately uh, approximately 120,000 Chinese citizens are being paid by the government to ba- basically find people and report people that are doing this. Snitches, they call them. <laughs> what do they say about snitches? <laughs> yeah. Snitches get stitches. Maybe that's a better term since you said that. Yeah. You're, you're part of the criminal underbelly, man. You know about the tailgate thing. You know where these restaurants are. I walk around just petting a cat things. in my arm, you know? Yeah, all right. Uh, but no, that's 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 absolutely true. That that literally over a hundred thousand people have been employed for the sole purpose of catching and reporting these people. And so how it works is that so let's say that you decide to smoke on a train, and I'm one of these people that's on the train. I'm just kind of looking out for anything, mm-hmm. and I see. I immediately come up to you. I identify myself. I show you my credentials. Oh, and, no. and I ask for your name. And, <laughs> and and you willingly give it. And if you don't give me your name, then you're like in criminal trouble. Oh, because wow. then you're, it's basically like the police in, in, in a roundabout way. And so then there's, there's, you know, much further types of things and problems and troubles that could develop because of that. So, so because of that, though, one of the complaints is that there is this uh, kind of underside of that to where I come up to you and I say, okay, I've caught you smoking. Uh, my name's Jason. I'm one of the uh, social credit officials, whatever. I've <laughs> caught you smoking. Give me your name. I will turn this in. Unless I get ten dollars. Oh, and so now you have this situation where, and I'm. It's like in anything. There's there's going to be some level of corruption and everything. Yeah. So then you have these these you know Chinese citizens that are like, okay, is it worth the the amount of money I have to pay to keep this person quiet, mm-hmm. or can I just simply take the hit on my social credit score? Sure. Well, it depends on where you are. If you have a eleven hundred or twelve hundred, maybe you don't really care. But if you have like a six thirty. You might care a little bit more. You might care a little bit, yeah. yeah. So, so bottom line, how the, how they monitor this? One way is that they have literally 
an army of people that are just going through and they're, they're, they're watching train stations and cabs and car rentals and hotels and, and intersections and all those things, and they're waiting to see if anyone messes up. That's crazy. Two things about that that come to mind. Number one, there's one group of people who will come up and say, give me $10 and I won't report this. There's right. an entirely other group will come, who will come up and say, give me a stick of gum. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, yeah, I'm probably in that other group. Right, you know, give me some winter fresh, buddy, and this all yeah. goes away. Maybe some big red, yeah, and, and that's it. And, and that's, I, I didn't see a we'll thing. We'll just cancel this out. But in all seriousness, this reminds me of census taking in right. the U.S. Now, every ten years, the government employees yep. just citizens that just happened to normal me this, people this, this past summer uh, yes okay yep. and my, my wife did this alex did this back in 2010 i think um when we were still going through college and doing some things and uh yeah basically they just give you a, a government title you're a census taker and you go up to random houses and you confirm how many people live there the names of the people how many children and the situation but you really don't have any authority really not not really i mean you no. have your word yeah, you say I'm a I'm an official census taker, and you have a badge. <laughs> I'm a snitch a, of the state, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. You have a badge, yeah, <laughs> a snitch of the but, state. But I mean, if somebody says I don't know what you're talking about, you know, so and so doesn't live here, or if they lie, yeah. you really don't have any recourse. And I wonder no. how much of this is enforceable in that way. It's it's kind yeah. of interesting. And uh, I said I had two things, but there's one more. In 1984, there is something called I think it's called like the child police or something like that, and it, it reminds me of this too. Where uh, and I'm talking about the novel, the George Orwell 1984 novel, where kids were enlisted to snitch on their parents, and it's sort of the same thing. You know, if they find that the parents are speaking out against the government, the children are in this cool children's police thing. That sounds like a fun thing when you're a kid, but really, it's just a a way for the government to overreach and surveillance people in their own homes and even turn families against one another. It was sort of like uh, an Alexa, but just in. In the book 1984, right? <laughs> That's a very fair point because we, in this house, we have about three to four active microphones connected to the internet at any given any moment. time. We, we have Google Home everywhere. So um, I might have to rethink my life a little bit after this one. We'll see. So that's number three. The next one, not paying debts will get your social credit score okay. deducted. Now, now that one sort of just makes sense. I don't think there's really a whole lot to talk about that, really. I mean, that's that's pretty much, again, that's accepted in America. That, that happens in America. That's tight, yeah. yeah. That one's almost a no-brainer, and that one's easily tracked. I sure. mean, you have a loan or whatever. I mean, that's that's pretty much no big deal, really. Right. That one, that one just happens. Not paying taxes. How you feel about that? Okay. Sort of the same kind thing. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, Financial. It's, it's tracked. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're going to track that down, and that's, again, pretty much what happens in America. Yeah. Well, What's interesting about both of those scenarios, though, is that what you just said, that feels completely normal. I'm sure at some yeah. point it didn't. It, well, it's because we've been conditioned exactly. to that. Oh, well, yeah. well, that's our taxes. Obviously, sure. the government, they're, yeah. they're entitled to part of what I make. <laughs> and at some point, you know, uh, yeah. it's not too far from there to say, oh, well, that's just my walking and traffic habits. Of course, they can police jail. Absolutely. You know, it's yeah. not a far leap to start to get to that no. stuff once it's been ingrained. A fine line needs to be drawn and never crossed. Good point. <laughs> now, the next one I think is kind of funny. Okay. You can have points deducted for playing too many video games. <laughs> so who's policing this? I would say probably, you know, a little bit more of the younger generation, I guess, would get, you I know. So. Uh, Is there an age limit? Did, did you read anything about that? I, I did. I don't know when it no. kicks in. Uh, probably I, adulthood, whatever legally that is in China. I would imagine, yeah, probably like late teens, you know, sure. 20s, that type of thing. Uh, and so I'm assuming also that the, the, the games they're talking about are online games. That, I would that, imagine. That they're not necessarily like a CD, D, 
DVD. So they can probably chip. track them. Yeah. And, and maybe mobile games that's yep. on the phone. If you're playing Candy Crush, yep. you know, maybe yep. maybe I mean, just all of a sudden you get a little government pop-up. Too much. <laughs> Simmer down, <laughs> negative five. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, th- I thought that one was kind of interesting. Uh, the next one is frivolous purchases. Oh, now see, now that yeah, That's getting a little dangerous. Yeah, because, you know, who, who defines frivolous? What does that mean exactly? Yeah, because frivolous for this person may not be frivolous for that person. And so if, if you have government making that decision for you over, well, this is frivolous, then they have to know more about you to determine if that is frivolous. Right. And I can't imagine that it's individualized. Like, you know, for this person, no, it's frivolous that they're buying right. this, this much stuff. For another person, maybe it's not. So I think this is where you get into unequal distribution of the you know, the law sort of, because if it's defined differently for different people, then you're going to start creating different classes of people. Oh, we, you know, you can't be caught buying too many whatever, you know, yeah. uh, CDs, music CDs, yeah. or whatever. lawnmowers, whatever, lawnmowers. It, yeah, whatever it is. Whatever. And, so, yeah. so all of a sudden your hobby becomes this, this uh, stigmatized thing right. that lowers your, your score. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that literally, you know, that, that's an example of, of government literally impacting just your private interests. Yeah. I mean, potentially over and, what you want. And I think know? this one more so gets to the whole point of it than anything else. It's really an elevated measure of control. Right. It, oh, it's yeah. a way to yeah. directly influence social life across the board. Right. And the idea of frivolous spending and the fact that the government defines what frivolous spending is gets at the very core of why such a system would exist, Right. I think. The next one is consuming too much alcohol and or junk food. Jason, are you, are you in trouble okay. with, the, with any of this? Now, in terms of the alcohol, the only alcohol I've ever had in my entire life was whatever is in NyQuil. <laughs> okay, uh, I have never tasted alcohol in my entire life except for Nyquil, and so I know I know what Nyquil does to me. So I could imagine what real alcohol would what would actually do. So so, so tell us about Little Debbie. Though. So, t- <laughs> but well, what's other, your relationship with Little Debbie? I have a very close relationship, <laughs> a passionate relationship yeah. with the uh, Little Debbie snack cakes <laughs> and those types of things. So I would be okay on the alcohol. They would never take points off for that. Uh, they would probably take points off for some of my cake habits, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, particularly, I guess, maybe with the uh, uh, kids. You know, yeah. they all like Nutty Buddy bars or whatever it is. Oh, who doesn't? So, but, so again, though, think about that. So that is that's an example of government saying, no, you've had enough sugar mm. instead of of you making that decision. Right. Right. And so, and I'm sure everything that they're, you know, that, that the, the Chinese government's saying here is that it's, it's in your best interest. And I guess on one level, on one level, on one level, yeah, you, sure. you at least have to entertain that thought that, okay, if you could guarantee people don't eat so much sugar, then yeah, I guess that's, that's good. Cause I think we all would probably understand that eating too much sugar is bad, mm-hmm. but that comes at the cost of having personal liberty and personal freedom, which which for yes. me trumps it all. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. The scientific consensus is sugar bad. Sugar bad. <laughs> Objectively, we can say that one too many yeah. fudge rounds is one too many fudge rounds. But, but liberty good. <laughs> liberty good. <laughs> I think it boils down into that maxim. That's right. right. So, yeah, it's 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 a, really it's not even a fine line. I mean, you just err hard. You, right. you correct hard into the side of liberty. Yeah, <laughs> every time. Yeah. But, but, okay, so let's think about that. Consuming too much junk food dings your credit score. So, so literally, and we're going to get more into consequences and things, but say you're going to buy a plane ticket. There may be a survey question on there that's, you know, how, how many Cheetos <laughs> did you have this week? And, and it, was it 10 
or was it 12? And think carefully <laughs> because there's a, there's a state mandated threshold on the amount yeah. of Cheeto goodness that you can have in your life this week. I don't know. So frivolous spending, we said, really gets to the heart of it. Here's one that I think maybe even more so gets to the heart of it. You can have your credit score dinged for criticizing the government. Oh, goodness gracious. That's oh goodness. That's gracious. at the heart of every single dystopian movie, Twilight yeah. Zone episode. Yeah, you can't speak against the government, right? Yeah. I mean, every book, everything that you've ever read, that's very Orwellian. It you is. Yep. It is. So, yeah, that, that one kind of speaks for itself. The next one is along the same line. You can have your credit score dinged for criticizing the social credit system. <laughs> itself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you criticize this game that... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah. And at this point, it's being piloted. So yes. it's not even guaranteed or, or measured in any way to say that it's a good thing for society. That's why you do a pilot, right. because you want to create buy-in and you want to evaluate right. whether or not this is a good thing but and as that soon, this works. But as soon as you opt in, you must <laughs> never speak against the pot, against the social credit system. Even if, like, it, even if it ends up being the worst thing in the world, you can't say anything about it. It sounds like they have some skin in the game on the way they want this pilot to go. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. <laughs> Please fill out this survey. <laughs> say you like it. Say yeah. you like it. <laughs> you'll note, On this Likert scale, one to five, you'll notice that one through three is not there. <laughs> so, so how much do you love this? You know? uh, and then the last one, which is very Orwellian as well because it's the limitation of information. You can have your credit score dinged for visiting unauthorized websites. And there's already yeah. a law in China called the Internet Censorship Policy. And it's just what you think it is. Uh, there are millions, literally millions. And, and there's more than this, but I went online and saw that there are at least 21 million websites that are banned. And, and there's probably more. Those are just the ones that were in the immediate list of interesting ones you might know, sort hmm. of. And here's a few. Uh, here are okay. a few websites that you can't access in China today. You can't get on Google. Okay. So so right that's away. A, that's a big one. That that's like the num- the number one. That prevents the, well that that prevents that shuts the, a lot of stuff the flow down. of information there heavily. Yep. Yeah. Uh you can't get on Facebook. Okay. So, you know, social media. That's communication. Yeah, and and that applies to to Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Just the umbrella of social media does not exist in China. You can't there's nothing like that. You okay. you just don't have this outside contact. You can't get on Wikipedia. Okay. So flow of information. Can't get on Netflix. Oh, you, now. You can't be watching Easy. The Office now. Easy now. <laughs> you can't get on Zoom. That one was kind of interesting hmm. to me because you would think there's a lot of business applications, but it might go back to the idea of localized central control, keeping everyone in an ecosystem, not being able to teleconference with folks outside of the country and right. so on and so forth. So, yeah, you can't get on the New York Times so okay. the flow of information from the U.S. is very limited. And this one's interesting to me. Some folks, uh, some of our listeners may not know what this is, but uh, there's a website called archive.org. Let me tell you what this what, what this is, and you may know. Archive.org is essentially the history of all Internet websites. So, for example, if something was updated on a website, it exists oh. forever in the old version on archive.org. So if, for example, a company posts something that they really didn't mean to post or didn't want to share or whatever a snapshot is taken of it each website it's it, there's kind of a web crawler you know a program right. that goes across the web and snapshots everything that it finds and then it saves it and archives it on archive.org so this company you know they post something they didn't mean to post and then immediately they take it down 
but it never goes away right? because it always exists here. So obviously it should become apparent. If you want to control the flow of information, then you have to control the flow of history. Right. Because they can always go back and look up something. Well, that's not how it was last week or last month. You can't just change how it appears in the present. You have to revise how it appeared in the past. Right. And that is a very Orwellian concept uh, to its core. So these are some of the ways that you can have your social credit score deemed. But – to, to why? Why would it matter? Like, why would I care if I had a 600 credit score or a social credit score, a 1,000, 1,300? So, Jason, let's maybe take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about some of these rewards and punishments around the social credit system. Sounds great. Hey, everyone. We're happy to announce that the podcast now has a merchandise store. Shannon, everyone loves hoodies, and everyone loves coffee. Yeah, and you can pick up a nice slapdash hoodie or a slapdash mug and drink your next cup of joe right out of a slapdash cup. (laughs) We also have t-shirts and stickers. Yeah, we do. So come on by and log on to www.slapdashpod.com forward slash store. That's www.slapdashpod.com forward slash store. Welcome back to the show. Today we are discussing the social credit system. So Shannon, like with any system or any kind of scoring mechanism, you're going to have rewards and you're going to have punishments, right? There's a reason we do it. That's absolutely. So let's stay positive. Let's let's go rewards first. Yeah. So, so I have a 1300. You have a great, oh, congratulations yeah. on that. Social credit score, never done anything. Never smoked on a right? train. Never ate a Cheeto. Hate video games. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is read the books that I'm given. That's right? correct. Okay. So here are some of your rewards for having a very good social credit uh, system score. Free video games, free Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. So the first one, uh, not in any particular order, but the first one, you would have priority for admission to schools, certain schools, either for yourself if you're going to like college or, or uh, graduate school or for your children even if they're going to like elementary schools. Interesting. So you, you're actually given a, a little bit of a nod if you have a higher social credit score in regard to getting your kids into the schools that you wish for them to go. So this is pretty high stakes. So that, that's a reward. Because right? I can guess what the punishment is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, pretty much the other side of that. Right. Uh, another reward, you will have uh, more access to credit if you're trying to purchase something. You also have better interest rates if you have a higher credit score okay or social credit score uh you will uh you would not have to pay deposits if you rent bicycles uh cars hotels anything like that you do not have to pay deposits if you have a certain social mm. credit score because i'm trustworthy because you're trustworthy okay right. all right because the government says you are <laughs> stamp of approval that's right uh discounted gym facility memberships all right. So at fitness centers, you may get in 20% off because you return that library book on time. I'm an honest guy. That's so, right. So I can be buff on account uh, of being honest. That's right. <laughs> uh, cheaper public transportation. So if you're talking about trains or vehicles or buses or anything, you get that at a discounted uh, rate. I'm not smoking on your train, so right. let, let me so, in there. So think about, though, so, okay, so it, it's easy for me to say, hey, you get 20% off, but how does that actually work in the real world? Mm-hmm. Like, so when you board the tr- the train, when you board, I mean. Oh, how do they know? How do they know? So mm. so we're going to talk about that just in a second. Now, this, this is the one that's going to blow you away. Okay. Shorter wait times 
in hospitals. Ooh, I thought you were going to say Disney World. So, so this is <laughs> no. This is much more critical <laughs> to, to life. I get to go to the line <laughs> in the front of the line. All right. No, so, so think about that. So we have two people that have similar illnesses, or maybe one may even be a little bit worse than the other. And I walk up, and I'm a doctor, and I say, okay, let me see your social credit scores. And that the one with the better social credit score <laughs> oh, no. is more likely to get treated first. Even in emergency situations? Unless it's like dire. Okay. Yeah. So wow. if it's if it's sort of minor type things, uh, yeah. So that's crazy. And then uh, finally, tax breaks. You get better tax breaks if you have a, a higher score. Uh, and now let's talk about some of the punishments. Uh-oh. So here's some of the bad things that will happen to you if you let your social credit score go too low. Okay. The denial of certain types of permits and licenses. Okay, like driver's licenses or yeah, whatever. Whatever it may be. You know, anything you have to have a, a permit or a license for. Okay. They can lower your internet connectivity. Like like change your speed? <laughs> now, yeah. Now, how, oh, no. how maddening would that be? You know, you're sitting there, you're streaming some kind of something. Well, you're not streaming Netflix. You're not streaming Netflix. <laughs> you better not be. <laughs> but you're streaming something, all of a sudden it's just, they start talking like this. And your wife just looks at you and says, did you jaywalk today? Oh, no. <laughs> Cheetos down. <laughs> oh no! So yeah, so the government will literally lower your internet connectivity. Wow. Yeah. That, so see, that might be one of the worst. I mean, because that has immediate implications. It does. But what's so funny about that though is that when we say the government, we we're appalled by that. But if in, in America, if we say, well, the internet company did, you'd be like, well, they probably had the right. <laughs> if it's a private company that did, <laughs> uh, they knew how trustworthy I was. That's, right. That's okay. You mentioned this one earlier, a no access or limited access to the schools yeah. of, of, of your choosing, like for applications, that type of thing. Sure. Uh, this is a big one. Banned from flight. Mm. So you cannot, if your score is so, so low, you cannot even get on a, you can't board a plane. Man, and you can't even get a bike permit. And so you can't what are you going to do? <laughs> you're just going to be huffing it, I guess, walking. <laughs> jaywalking. That's right. That's, that's why you're jaywalking. It's no choice. I know. It all goes together. I got to get to work. Now, the, the last one. And this is not this is not funny, all right. But it's just kind of funny how it's worded. So you have all these, you know, we're going to lower your internet connectivity. We can you cannot get on a a, a, a jet or anything. And then the last one is simply public shaming. <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> public time and day. <laughs> Henceforth on this Thursday <laughs> at two p.m. No, so so public shaming. Uh, so I thought, what, what do they mean by that necessarily? I mean, is it like word of mouth? Like, I can't believe. Yeah, you well, know? <laughs> what is so, that? So, uh, like, where, like, in certain areas, like close to where you live, like, in, or, or in your town, <laughs> they've just, employed thousands of people to shame. <laughs> just point a finger at you. <laughs> shame, shame, shame. No, the, the, the government will literally, like, at random times, put your face and your score on the government controlled television stations. Ooh. So, just, just ever so often, like, for commercials. It's like For commercials. It's like you, like what we would think we would see, like when we see like a Walmart commercial. No, it would just be you staying there holding a sign. It says like six oh one or something. And so it's it's public shaming. Oh my uh, like god! Across the airwaves, Jay Walker's anonymous. Yeah, this guy. man, that's, that's that's pretty tough. Okay, now that one I think would be hard to take seriously. I mean, I mean. If we're being honest, like, right. if I'm seeing that on American television and I'm just seeing people flash across the screen with holding up signs with their credit score yeah. or whatever, to me, that's that almost makes it like 
comical. Almost funny. Yeah. It's almost like, are you serious? Or, yeah. Like, well, well, what are we doing? I mean, is this really our government? I think it's time to, we need to, we need to figure this out. So you know, there is a little bit of, I mean, I guess it's fictitious precedence for this, right? So have you ever watched a show on Netflix? Because we can watch Netflix here, right? Apparently, it's good. Yeah, we're okay. So, have you ever watched a show on Netflix called Black Mirror? No, but you told me a little bit about this. Right. So uh, there are several seasons. I don't know how many. There's four, five, six. I don't know. And there's usually five or six episodes per, per season. I've not you know watched them all or anything. But there is one in particular that is very, very similar, like eerily similar to what we've been talking about here. And the name of that particular show was, I think it was called Nosedive. Okay. Okay. All so right. it's called Nosedive. Again, this is just sort of the, the, the summary of it is that you have uh, this young lady. She's very much like into just, you know, being a very societal, social butterfly. She has like a good job. She says, all the right things she compliments people you know everything is just pristine in her world the way she dresses her apartment everything's just perfect but what they do everyone in this uh, not so distant future in in in, uh, in regard to this uh, particular episode i was watching everyone has a cell phone okay right. it looks very similar to the ones it's pretty much looks like an iphone and as you walk around they have something that looks like sort of a cross between like facebook and like paypal they have an app that sort of looks like it's something in the middle to where, like, let's say that I come up to you on the street and let's say that uh, there is a gum wrapper laying on the sidewalk. Okay. And we walk up and then I see you bend over and pick up the gum wrapper and throw it away. And then I would look at you and say, thank you so much. And then I would swipe credit points toward your phone. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, like, your phone would like, Bling! and he'd be like, plus three points or whatever. And you say, thank you. And, wow. and everybody goes on. So, it, but that's not like the government in this episode, individual people, companies could also do that, but individual people could also do that. So just your general interactions with people on the sidewalk is going to impact your like social credit score. That, that's, basically. that's yes, that's right. And so like, if you go to a restaurant and you're a little bit short or you're a little bit rude or you're late on something, people can look you up and you know, they have to have like, uh, like, like uh, an actual interaction with, they just can't like go on and start throwing points off or taking points off or whatever, you know. Uh, so somehow they had a way to track that there there was indeed an interaction that occurred. Something that happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so the kind of the same thing. If your points start going low, uh, people see that. They go, you had a bad week. I saw you lost 80 points on your social score or whatever. So it's very public. Very Oh, very public. Yeah, it's just a, basically a scoreboard for all to see at all times. And in this uh, episode, her life just comes unraveled. I mean, like one or two th bad things happen, and then I, f I can't remember all the details, but she makes like a bad decision, and then it's like the worst thing happens, and her score just bottoms out, and then she loses her job, and like the person I think she was in love with don't even act like they even know her anymore. Oh, no. And, and it's over like literally nothing. It's just like the most, you know, two or three minor little things that sets her off, and you'll, and you'll see people like sitting in cubicles, like, like rocking back and forth so petrified at all times that this score that they're attached to, they're, they're tethered to, is going to come down. And so they treat everybody. It's so over the top. I mean, it's like a 1950s sitcom at all times. You know, mm. it's like, hello, fine, sir. How are you today? You know, <laughs> well, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. You know, it's it's all it's all like that. And if anybody even like even rolls their eyes, ooh, it's negative four. So it's a cautionary tale. It's yeah. And yeah. so there's there's definitely some connections. You know, like I said in in the the Netflix episode, it's basically you know individual people doing most of the point, either giving or taking away, but. A lot of similarities. So, so it's no wonder Netflix is one on the banned list 
in China. Right. <laughs> Let's not be given any, uh, yeah, you know, cautionary and, tales no, about this system. And, and what's funny is that okay, so th- this system uh, again, I think we talked about how it really started to be developed in 2009. Right. Okay, by about 2014 or 15, it was well on its way. Right, there were millions and millions and millions of people had opted into it at that time. Sure, this particular episode on Netflix. Uh, not that anyone there probably saw it if Netflix is banned, but uh, came out in 2016. So it's interesting oh, just to know if, the parallels there. Yeah. Okay. That is very interesting. Kind of cool. So Jason, I think I think we've covered most of our bases here on the social credit right. system. So this is something that I suppose you and I won't be adopting, right? Anytime soon. I certainly hope advocating not. for no because uh, I like to watch Netflix every once in a while. I know you know we were snowed in last week. I went through a couple different episodes or different couple different seasons of whatever you know. Yeah. I like Cheetos. <laughs> Uh, so, and I have been known to jaywalk as I've already admitted. So, you know, I hope this system is not adopted into America, but I will make one final point though. Mm. There's no reason that it cannot be. Yeah. So when you think about it with things like, I mean, I, I just told you like, you know, how I got the, the, uh, bill for the, uh, the, the toll in Indiana, you know, right, right? right. So we have that, we have people monitoring how fast the cars are going. We already have traffic lights, intersections. We have Alexa, vast majority of things that we pay for, we pay for either online or Amazon or a debit card or a credit card or something. You know, most of our purchasing is being tracked. That's another uh, uh, way that the Chinese government is trying to go to a paperless or, you know, uh, money, cash money, cashless society because they can't really regulate that. They can't monitor that as well. So early on when you opt into this, you get uh, small discounts for using cards. Oh. So everything can be tracked. You actually save a little money, but in doing so, they know everything. You give up a little liberty. You give up a lot of liberty (laughs) for maybe save a buck on some Cheetos or whatever. And you're so, right. You know, every, every fire starts with a spark yep. and, and the, exactly what you're speaking to. There's no reason this couldn't happen anywhere. No, so, no, because de- the technology is yep, definitely cautious. here. It yeah. exists. It yep. absolutely can. So it's just a matter of whether or not we hand the keys over. That's right. Thanks to all of our listeners. We appreciate you for tuning into the podcast. Please consider sharing us with a friend. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle at SlapdashPod. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Give me liberty or give me death. Death.